East High. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And my name is Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 51 of High School Musical 3, senior year. Minute 51 starts out with Kelsey and Ryan singing 100 different directions and ends with Troy and Gabriella singing Only You. Only you, like that, like that old yeah, song, yeah, can make my dreams come true. I don't remember. Um, it, is that a right, grace? Anyway, hard to say. Hard to say. It's definitely one of those songs that Shanana would cover. I don't know if there is a cover of it by Shanana. This anyway. um so i don't know if you remember from the last minute when they showed the shot of the sheet music and you said it was just like vocal music not piano yeah despite the fact when they showed the sheet shot (laughs) um well it it did have just the did just have the vocal parts but it did have the vocal parts split so it this was the line where the the second voice was coming in. Ah, where so it's accurate. Kelsey says a hundred different directions um, in the harmony. Yeah. And so like that was noted. So they are singing what was written. It's just, th- he's not playing because that's not written there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Ryan just knows Kelsey. So, uh, I mean, we, we speculated about this last time. I'm not going to go back there. <laughs> I it's also possible that he's that. heard the song before. Yeah. Yeah. And is like, oh, she's working on the lyrics right now. Because she actually says she isn't done writing lyrics in this minute. We'll get there. But, like, dear God. (laughs) So they sing a little more. Yeah, Ryan's definitely, like, doing the classic theater kid of, like, singing together is romantic. Yeah, there's is that like there's energy thing? to it. Is that like an IRL thing or is that just a movie thing, Tyler? You were adjacent to theater kids. I think there was a piano in the band room and there's something there's something special about like sitting around a piano and like singing a song with someone when you're in high school. Like it's a thing. OK, now what came what came to me in this minute, what I what I've sort of come around to is. In this minute, I really buy that Ryan is putting on the act of flirting with Kelsey. Yeah. In the previous minute, it was like, oh, it's a little tacky. Like, oh, the writers want us to think that Ryan and Kelsey are in love. But then it comes around to be like, no, Ryan's just being a good actor. He's putting on the moves. Yeah. I Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> Ryan's little performance here is, um, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Like, Kelsey's convinced somehow so they get to sort of like the end of the 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 musical phrase and ryan sighs and goes it's beautiful the whole thing's beautiful the prom piece (laughs) the whole thing but he does a little he does a little pause after it's beautiful as if he's gonna say like like you yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i think i would hate that If he did that, I would be like, we're done. I forgot this happened and we're just done. I'm not continuing this movie. What? That That's what it would take? Yes. 
all of the other things that have happened in these movies, Condra is fine with. Condra approves of. No, Condra has signed of. off on Humuhumu Nuku. No. Apua'a. I don't even remember what the word not. is. No. 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 <laughs> but this 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 straight washing of Ryan yeah. is too far. <laughs> I just I think if it would have gone that far in the cheese like trope, I think I would have been very very annoyed. Like it's beautiful. Like you. <laughs> well, he does the look that's like common for that, like the unspoken, like in Road to El Dorado or Tangled, when the love interests look at each other and there's like always that one looking slightly more longingly. Yeah. So they look very young in this minute, actually. Uh, like- Lucas Graybeal, particularly, yeah. has a, a young look. To, like he's all, obviously always been baby faced. I, I don't even know what he looks like now. <laughs> he probably Pretty looks similar the exact to be honest. Same. Yeah. <laughs> the videos I've seen of him recently and stuff, yeah. Kelsey doesn't look as young as she did in the first movie, but I guess no. none of them do. No, but she still looks looks younger, I think. She d- she hasn't been dressing as quirky as no. some of her classic outfits. No. How sad. Condra, did you see the Barry saxophone in the background? I didn't, but of course you did. Being a I former was like, Barry hey, sax player yourself. That's a baritone saxophone. I was very excited. These jokes are getting unbearable. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so, yeah, Ryan just is like, speaking of prom. Speaking of prom, what are you doing? Which is a Which is a weird way to phrase... That question. They're like casual enough. They're the choreographer and the composer. They probably spend way too. I mean, he walks in and pours himself tea. <laughs> Don't get me. Well, 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 there, there are other drinks on top of a piano later in this minute, too, as well as people on top of a piano. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. What are you doing for prom? And she goes, well, it's two days before the show, which Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse you? Prom is two days before the spring musicale? Yeah, this, like, calendar year is wild. Like, the spring musicale, at least in the district that we went to, is in, like, April? Early April? Yeah. Senior prom is usually in, like, late May. Late. Was it? Mid to late May. Junior prom comes first and then late. Yeah. And then senior prom. Yeah, okay. Junior prom will be in like early May, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because consider this, right? What day of the week does prom usually take place on? Saturday. Saturday. We talked about that. Which means that the musical opens on Monday? Monday? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait a second. (laughs) More like a Monday school musical. Hey. That was that was a riff on Sunday School Musical, which is already a riff on High School Musical. It's the Waluigi situation, but anyway. Hat on a hat. <laughs> 
And then also Kelsey's talking about like that she still has orchestrations and charts and she's still writing lyrics. I'm like, girl, if it's two days before the show and you are still writing lyrics, there's a problem. Like the performers aren't going to know what to sing. Wait, so and this is a question. Okay, so are you implying just now that like today is prom? No. And that two days from now is when the show starts? No, I'm just saying in general. Okay. That uh, if, I just want to make sure that. if No, I don't assume, although the way Ryan poses the question. I'll pick you up, you up at, eight, at eight, he says. Seems like promise today, which would make but no obviously, sense. But obviously, yeah, not, nah, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, that's a late pickup for prom. That's a really late pickup for prom. <laughs> Like, uh, maybe you just said you, well, that to wait, say it. Didn't we? Um, we saw the tickets. The show start or the yeah, the show starts at the the prom started at five. When we saw Troy, that tickets. sounds reasonable. I I do not have it in me to go pull up the minute with the tickets. I don't even remember when we saw them. I do. I oh, I guess is when when it's when he prom poses. Troy Troy shows them to Gabriella when they're on the roof. Yeah. How about on the roof? You do that too much. <laughs> One might say uh, you quote that too much. All right. <laughs> so the tickets say 6 p.m. to midnight. And if that's the case, and then Ryan is picking her up at 8 o'clock, wherever the prom may be, say it's, say it's at the school. If he picks her up at 8, they're not getting there until 8.30. Like, the earliest they would get there is 8.30 because, like, there's the parking. Like, if he picks yeah, you her have up to, like, at 8, get you have to, the like, building, the photos, check in you with have the to teachers. Park, yeah. Check it. yeah. So it's like, at that point, you've already lost a good couple hours of the night. Like, your ticket value has just gone down. You probably missed dinner. <laughs> I think we can assume this was an error on the writer's part um, because one tends to know that Ryan is going to be on the dance floor from 6 p.m. to midnight. Absolutely. <laughs> Boy is a party animal. Pausing only to get punch. But not punched. No. Who would punch Ryan? Sharpay? I, yeah, I suppose that's the only option. But she'd probably slap him. Mm, that's true. Hands open. But yeah, Kelsey says she still has to write lyrics, which is flabbergasting. Yeah, like if she's talking about now needing to write lyrics, but the way she implies it is that, or at least the way I'm inferring it, is that she's going to be writing lyrics two days before the showtime, which is a problem. Yeah, I mean, it's Darbus's fault for just springing this on them, but hey, springing? Springing? Okay. Um, so, and then, so a after Ryan says, um, pick you up at eight, he does one of those little like piano slides up, up the and note. Yeah. Yeah. And like, is that, is this, is this a key change? Uh, okay. So what happens is, um, they sing, even if we're miles apart and then that's a key change. That's a key change. Okay. But the I big think. swell in the piano is not quite. No, not quite. 
Um, you're on my mind. Something like, like, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know any of the lyrics to this song and I don't have them pulled up. None of the lyrics mean anything. I, I wrote down, even if we're miles apart, because I did want to talk about that specific line. Cause Kelsey is writing this for Troy and Gabriella, knowing yeah. that Gabriella is going to Stanford and assuming <laughs> Troy is going to U of A. Yeah. So, so she knows the drama. Emotionally processing her OTP being separated. <laughs> and this is what I, this is what I'm thinking too. Like she's not just saying even if Troy and Gabriella are miles apart, they'll they'll still be connected. She's saying even if she's miles apart from her favorite couple, <laughs> yes, <laughs> she will have to somehow be okay. Yes. It's it's like mm, not to talk about it, but it's not. It's like theoretically the people who are now into Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey who are like always trying to scheme like, okay, if Travis Kelsey's football game is in Baltimore this week, like, and Taylor's in Argentina for her tour, that means they're 6,000 miles apart. And that must be so like, I don't know. I imagine that there's someone out there doing those calculations. Oh yeah. I also (laughs) think of, so in the Broadway version of Aladdin, Aladdin and Jasmine sing a song in relation to a whole new world. So they sing a whole new world and they also sing another song called a million miles away. They're basically back to back. I don't quite remember why, <laughs> but sometimes if that if, sentiment, if a... like I don't get the, the focus on physical distance. Like there's a lot of, a lot of the, and then there's like 500 miles. And, and then there's miles. the Vanessa Carlton, yeah. a thousand miles, a thousand miles, <laughs> which we've talked about already. <laughs> We're getting what back is there. it with with love and units of five hundred miles and measurements? Yeah, like <laughs> I think there's something like there's something about love being you know an experience of closeness and apartness, and that's just something that people comment on at, at this point. It's also just a trope of songwriting. Yeah. You know, especially for Shakespeare's Kelsey. Shakespeare's poems weren't really about how far away from a lover one was, but it's in the tradition of love songwriting, which is pretty cliche, but it's just a way that you express that idiomatically metaphorically in the same way that Romans wrote lyric poetry about farming because Everyone in that society was a farmer. Well, I think this song, you can also see similarities of distance in relation to other songs in the High School Musical franchise. This Wait, is my very roundabout bad way of segueing to, I'm going to introduce this song properly. What are you trying to say there? So this song, because we didn't introduce it in the last minute because it didn't really count, but now it counts, is called Just Wanna Be With You. It is written I only in- wanna be with you. I've been we did holding talk about that, that in my whole <laughs> time. I've been like, that should have been like there. And I've been like, I can't sing that song. It's fine. We're fine. It's written and produced by Andy Dodd and Adam Watts, who... What? Re- return. What? Who what? return? <laughs> That's Darth Vader, right? 
<laughs> what? <laughs> That's one of my favorite things to say. Because <laughs> then at a, at a different point, Princess Leia says, what? It's just like, it runs in the family. <laughs> the thing is, the smallest portion of people get you referencing something. If not, they just think you're saying, what weird. <laughs> okay, Darth Vader says, what? what in in um, the original Star Wars, the motion picture, A New yeah. Hope. When um like when Luke's doing the trench run and Darth Vader's like about to shoot Luke down and then Han Solo comes in and like you know uh-huh. sends him flying off. That's when he says what? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know when Princess Leia says what. <laughs> and then there's Watto. <laughs> but those but those but those are the two. I mean, everybody in every movie has says what? I suppose. Yeah. But- but like nothing quite like that. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> I've just stopped crying. <laughs> so we've heard these two writers and producers before in High School Musical One and High School Musical Two. In the songs, what I've been looking for, and gotta go hard my to believe own way. That I couldn't sneeze. We couldn't sneeze. <laughs> And Gotta Go My Own Way, which was Gabriella's song, song in the second movie. Correct. Which so both kinds of about feel distance? Is... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's like a she, little well, she's bit going, of She's going her own way. She's going away. Yeah. And then, and then sometimes absence makes the heart grow fungus. Fonder. Mm. Yeah. Uh I was saying another random song lyric that was doing a bit on that original aphorism. So, yeah, we we've their songs definitely all kind of sound similar. Like they definitely have a similar vibe and structure. Like, especially if we're thinking what I've been looking for to. This song, which is called Just Want to Be With You. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting because what I've been looking for was a song that was written by Kelsey. Yes. And this is a song that was written by Kelsey. Yes. But Gotta Go My Own Way was not written by Kelsey. Unless... This is part (laughs) of... Unless she slid some lyrics to Gabriella. No. When you have your... when you Sorry. This could be her ultimate fan fiction moment. She's like <laughs> passionately writing. She's like, then the OTP has a major break. Is this all just an epic fanfic? In Kelsey's head, In yeah. In Kelsey's head. Yeah, I see it. But sorry, you are also going to say Kelsey slid Gabriella some lyrics. Yeah, like Kelsey, Kelsey like gave some lyrics to Gabriella like, when you have a sad emotional moment and Troy breaks your heart, sing this song. You'll feel you'll feel really good. And then it included the part where Troy, where Troy sang, what about us? And Gabriella went, this is really specific. How did you know that Troy would also be there? What about everything we've been through? What about trust? No, I never wanted to hurt you. So, yeah, so they do this very interesting cut. It's And it's not a, like a matched cut. No. Where like the people are like, the people are like in the same position or like they like the camera fools you into thinking that a transition happened. Yeah. It's just like, boom, now we're in 
the auditorium rehearsing and it's Troy and Gabriella singing on this very like down note of the piano. Yeah. And they're laying on the piano or like <laughs> sitting casually with their legs out. They are reclining on there the piano. We go. Which is never a thing that I would ever do. I'd be too nervous to I break the piano. Don't un- yeah, you like see that in movies and like past like I think of like the lounge singer laying on the piano or I think one person on a piano is reasonable. Two is too many. <laughs> too too many. <laughs> um does does Lucy from Peanuts Sit slash lay on, on Schroeder's piano, or did she, she like, just lean on it? She leans on it. She does, or she may prop her elbows up on it, but it's like a little. He's got a very little piano. Yeah. <laughs> Condra and I are both making hand motions <laughs> like as if dinosaur we're dinosaur arms almost. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause just he's just a little guy. <laughs> no, I always liked how Schroeder got like a full breadth of piano sound out of like a mini toy piano. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like respect for this respect for our king. But yeah, so there's like little like fast food cups on the yeah. on the piano now as well. Yort is painting the this sort of um railing um behind Troy and Gabriella singing. So we have this like Kelsey and Ryan in the foreground where Ryan gets up and sort of walks away from the piano. And there's the there's the drummer and the guitarist sort of like in the side that you can see, but Troy and Gabriella are on top of the piano, sort of in our center ground. And in the background is where we see Yort painting, and, and he's got like a little stripe on his cheek, which yeah. is fun. Darbus is walking up towards the singing. I like that. Yort keeps like a close distance to Troy. Like he's got to watch and learn. Yeah, because he's the so he can be ready to swoop in. He's the understudy. He's got to learn, which again raises the problem. Does Yort know how to sing? True. You know, we we know he's that he wouldn't sing with Tiara Gold, but would he sing with Gabriella? Would Gabriella sing with him? He sing with Sharpay. This movie raises an interesting question of like, if Gabriella went to the Stanford, if Gabriella went to the Stanford thing and then Troy, for some reason, like didn't want to be in the musical because of that, are we, are we like building up to like a comedic climax where like the play is with Tiara Gold and Jimmy Zara and it like goes badly or something like that seems like a bad thing for the Juilliard people like why would yeah, Darvis have them be the understudies we've really dropped the Juilliard thread too haven't we kind of we're focusing on Gabriella's college a little it would have been nice I mean I I guess Gabriella's got her own thing on going on and she's not like doing the Juilliard thing but, like, it would have been nice if she was torn in, like, that direction as well. Like, mm. should I do Stanford? Should I stay and be with Troy? Which isn't really an option that she's considering. She's just kind of torn about whether to do the play or not. Yeah. Uh, or should I, like, try to be a musician Juilliard person? But anyway, I, I think what they're doing with Gabriella's storyline is fine in terms of like what they're trying to do, it's it's poorly executed, but 
I'm glad that she has a character motivation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Gabriella's stuff isn't maybe the most exciting, but it suits her. Like, yeah, she's always been a little self-conscious about her intelligence and, like, her ranking. Freaky in the geek w- girl. Yeah, but she's also very proud of it and, like, works hard for it. So, like, the fact that she got in and is very honored by the invitation, like, and she's excited to share that with her friend. Like, that doesn't seem too dissimilar from the Gabriella we've known. But not that's not on display right now. They're just singing. I I will say I wasn't I wasn't expecting this scene to like transition to like musical number for Troy and Gabriella. One because it doesn't really seem like the moment to play this song, which is supposed to be like the you know, the Troy and Gabriella song that we've been sort of hyping. Yeah. Um, but I guess if that means we're going to like get some sort of different or special version of it later, like they've done in sort of the, in the last movie, they didn't really do it in the first movie because they changed, they did a new song at the final audition. Yeah. The callback. I don't have the sound bite for that. Well, that wasn't a callback. That was just me saying Saying they did something at the callback. Oh. Right at the end of the minute, Troy sort of, stands up at the piano and like starts to like grab the railing and like jump off onto that set like that set piece yeah he's like standing he just starts to stand in general and i was going to talk about the grabbing in the next minute so whoa okay yeah i won't go there then (laughs) but yeah the song the song as unmemorable as it is from a lyrical standpoint Feels like a good song. I liked it better when it was Ryan and Kelsey singing it. It just feels very unoriginal for a Troy and Gabriella. Like, it just feels like, yeah, it's another Troy and Gabriella song that sounds <laughs> like every other Troy and Gabriella song. Like, I yeah, don't know. when when Ryan and Kelsey were singing it, I was like, well, it's it's it's, of course, the effect of like the oh, two voices and a piano like <laughs> and a single spotlight, as Sharpay would say. Like, the stripped-down version of it is just cleaner and more classy. Yeah. And then just, like, adding the drums and the whole shebang. Just like, well, yeah, now it's like everything else. Yeah. And it was a moment of character for Ryan and Kelsey that meant something, and now it's just Troy and Gabriella singing to each other, which means... Little. Nothing. Yeah. We do... Um, th- weirdly, the listing in IMDb for this song does not list Zac Efron. It lists Lucas Grabeel, Alyssa Rulin, and Vanessa Hudgens, but not Troy. So uh, I'm sure he didn't want to be a part of it. He did not oh, want to uh, be but, with you. Well, yeah. Well, sometimes sometimes musicals list the character names, and sometimes they list the no, they list the performers' names. Name. Yeah, no, they list the performers' names in the IMDb listing, but like just Zac Efron's just not there. That's funny. Well, anything else for minute 51? No, we talked way more than I was expecting to about this. We had fun. Yeah. Sometimes we hop on record and for some reason we just start having significantly more fun than other episodes. Yeah. Someone thinks of a good joke and then it's kind of all downhill. Yeah. Speaking of hills, you want to... 
tell people where they can find us on the internet? How, how, what does that have to do with hills? It was a meaningless transition, although I, I will say that like um, the internet is a lot of people dying on hills. Okay. Well, you can die on the Instagram hill at Amateur <laughs> Nerds. Yeah, or on the Tumblr. And more people dying on hills on Tumblr. Absolutely. <laughs> at Wildcat Minute is where we are. You can send us an email to and tell us which hill you would die on at amateurnerd.gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. The Palatine Bunker. <laughs> Breed, to be more accurate there, because they did not actually fight on Bunker Hill. Oh, dang. I got history nerded. One of those hills in Gettysburg? Sure. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our music man, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out if Troy falls off of this balcony. You can bet on it.